What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the One Broke Actress Podcast. I am your host, Sam Valentine, bringing you an honest account of working actor life, plus a few lessons I learned in the process. Today we have a very special bonus episode, something I've never done before. I hosted a clubhouse last week, I recorded it, and that's what you're going to hear today. Thank you in advance for understanding why the audio is not perfect, but it's still really good quality content. Here's the deal. A long time ago, I had an idea to follow a bunch of new actors in their prospective markets as they start their career. You guys all know, or you are about to know, that that first year to three, maybe five of your career are the ones where you're just taking those incremental steps and sometimes they land in a big, big new place and sometimes it feels like you're falling down backwards, right? And it's kind of the most exciting time. Sometimes you're out of college, sometimes you're fresh in LA, or maybe it's your first time actually pursuing acting. It just has a different vibe to it. Sometimes I wish I could bottle the feelings I felt in the beginning of my career and still have them now, maybe in a little less crazy type of way. (laughs) Anyway, so the idea here was to follow new actors as they start their career. I had the pleasure of teaching a version of my working actor workshop to students at Missouri State University a few months ago, and I asked any of those students if they would be down for this process. Some of them agreed. So today you're going to hear from five students who took the workshop. They're all moving in different directions. Two of them are coming to LA. One's moving to the Dallas area. One is headed to Kansas City, and one is headed to Atlanta. They all have different plans. They have different goals. We're going to suss all that out today. And we're also going to talk about what they learned in the working actor workshop. The best part of this is we are going to check in with them again in six months and see where they are at. And hopefully after that, we'll check in every six months. These actors definitely make sure you click on their links in the bio of this podcast and follow them all because we're going to keep up with their careers in a super fun way. The part where we get into talking about the working actor workshop, I was absolutely flabbergasted about the stuff they had to say about it. I'm not paying them to say these things. I just asked them their honest opinion because I was able to teach the workshop in their film class. And the feedback they gave me kind of made me cry. And I was trying to hold it together as they were talking because I've never made something that benefited people in such a deep way. I I, I was honestly floored. This is just something that makes me really happy, but... Uh, I don't know. I just felt the need to say that, that um, if you hear me get a little shy at the end, it's because I was really touched by by what the workshop did for them and what it could potentially do for so many more. So there's links in the end to sign up. Also, just so you guys know, I gave out a 10% discount code at the workshop. I kept that part in the podcast because if you listen till the end, I think you absolutely deserve that 10% off. So even if the workshop is not something you're interested in, you can feel free to send that discount code to a friend, someone you know, maybe moving from your hometown to LA. I just want to be the 10,000 coffee dates you had with people new in your market when you first moved there as an actor. I'm going to save you a lot of coffee bills. (laughs) All right, guys, without further ado, please enjoy Emma, Aileen, Zach, Dung, and Sierra. We will go ahead and kind of just roll into this. It's going to be super casual discussion. This is being recorded. This will be repurposed as a podcast for the One Broke Actress podcast. And uh, I think it's going to be really great. So we have some awesome, awesome up and coming actors with us today. And 
Before we get started, I'll just quickly introduce, um, my name is Sam Valentine. I'm the host of the One Broke Actors podcast and the One Broke Actors platform. I'm an actress in LA. I have been doing that for uh, 10 years at the end of this month, which is kind of bananas. And uh, I am uh, also starting to teach some workshops on what it's actually like to be a working actor currently right now. So today I have with me some awesome students who are graduating with performance degrees from my college, Missouri State University, and they all also took the working actor workshop already or an earlier version of it. So I'll just go ahead and kind of bring you guys in. You can introduce yourselves. I know we chatted very briefly before this, but if you guys want to introduce yourself to anyone listening, because along with our audience today, this is also going to be on the podcast. So um, Aileen, do you want to go first? Yeah, I'll just hop in. Awesome. Hi, I'm Aline O'Neill. Um, I am graduating from Missouri State University with my BFA Musical Theater degree on Friday. I'm crazy, losing my mind. <laughs> uh, and yeah, so I'm moving back home to Atlanta, Georgia. Going to eventually make the move to LA I'm planning on, but we'll see. And yeah, that's me. Awesome. Thank you. Eileen, as I said that, Aileen, I need to get that right. Aileen? It's Aline. It's really weird, so don't worry about it. Aline. Okay. Okay. I'm going to try and remember that. Um, Zach, do you want to go next? Yeah. Hey, everybody. My name is Zach Greer, and I am a BFA musical theater major at Missouri State University. And like Aline, I am graduating this Friday. In fact, I just finished my last final about an hour ago. Don't really know how to feel about it. Kind of crazy. Congrats. Congrats. (laughs) Thank you. Um, But yeah, I will be heading back to my hometown of Kansas City shortly after graduation and uh, trying to figure out what to do after that. I'm thinking the next move will probably be Chicago, maybe summer of 2022. Uh, But I have a little time to figure that out. (laughs) Awesome. Oh, congrats on finishing college. What a weird sentence. (laughs) Um, Emma, do you want to go ahead and go next? Yeah. Um, hi everyone. I'm Emma. I'm graduating like everyone else, but with my acting major, acting major, and I'm from Lincoln, Nebraska. But I, I'm heading out to LA in July with Dung. We're gonna make the move and be roomies together. So, um, if anyone's out there that want to connect and you know grab coffee if you're vaccinated, uh, I'd be down to do that. And I'm super excited to be doing this. Thanks, Sam, for putting this together. Yeah. Oh my God. I love that you already have a move date. That's such a good feeling. Um, Dung, do you want to go next? Of course. Hi, everybody. My name is Dung. It's like Dung Beetle, but without the Beetle. Um, I am going to be graduating with my BFA in acting. Um, and like Emma said, I have plans to move to LA in July with Emma. And i um, just really excited to start the new chapter. Yeah. Awesome. And Sierra. graduating with my Bachelor of Fine Arts and Acting on Friday. Um, as exciting as that is, I plan to hang out in Springfield for a little while, and then I hopefully plan to move to L.A. I don't exactly have a timeline on that, but I plan on heading out west. Um, I am from I'm from the southeast corner of Kansas, from a really small town, so big move, big city. <laughs> but yeah, that's me. 
Awesome. Well, congrats guys on finishing your degrees. That's, it's a huge feat and I, I don't want to make that small by any means. That's so exciting. Uh, you don't have to go back to class if you don't want to ever again. <laughs> it's kind of a cool feeling. Um, now you get to pick what classes you go to, which is pretty exciting. Uh, so basically I really wanted to talk with you guys about what you feel like is coming up next. Obviously, a couple of you guys have plans to already move. You kind of maybe know what cities you're gravitating towards. Some people want to take time before they move to a big city. Uh, and I would just love to hear about your guys' different paths and why you're particularly leaning that way. I think it's really interesting when actors choose and where they choose to start working professionally, uh, especially because it can be really daunting and scary if you don't feel like you have the toolbox. So uh, does anybody want to go first about talking about their next steps and kind of why they picked that decision? I can go first if you like. Yeah, please. All right. So I'm originally from Atlanta. I feel very lucky, you know, with how Atlanta started booming lately. Um, and I think that's where I'm headed back for now for a minute. I was lucky enough after Showcase to be reached out by a management team and I literally fell in love with them. They're the best management montage and they're out of LA. So I'm just working with them right now. We're just trying to feel out what's the best time for me. And so for now, I'm going to go live rent free with my lovely family in Atlanta, work at Starbucks and then, you know, make the move when the time is right. Awesome. I'm, I'm super curious. Will you tell people how you got uh, hooked up with that management team? You mentioned the showcase, but not everyone here might uh, know what you're talking about. Oh, yes, of course. So um, I was in both the musical theater and the acting showcase at Missouri State University, and we did this wonderful whole setup with Broadway Unlocked. We did a digital virtual showcase, and we reached out, some of us personally, some through the university, to a bunch of different managers, agents, casting directors, basically asking them, hey, come check out our showcase, see if you like it, if you want, us hit, want to hit us up, I mean, go for it. If not, live your life, you know what I mean? So I know that I personally emailed probably like 150 different teams just personalized emails telling them like hey this is me and I know the school reached out to a lot of people too and I was lucky enough to hear back from a few people and we set up meetings and I got to know them and just I found a right fit and I was lucky for that for sure I wanted to make sure it was the right people and it was going to be a good team you know yeah how did you especially your first team is kind of intimidating right because it's it's the first time you've probably signed a contract with someone or maybe not, right? If you might not have, if you've done this earlier in your career, but what made it feel like the right one for you? Because I think a lot of people get intimidated by that first choice. Oh my gosh, this question. I was sweating when I got the email. I was like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting. <laughs> but then I was also like, oh gosh, this is the scariest thing maybe ever. <laughs> but um, actually, Sam, I after taking your class, I remember you said the question, your go-to question whenever you have these meetings is like, what is your ideal client representation look like? And so I looked actually over your notes and I took that into my meeting and I was talking to them and I just, you know, I asked what their ideal client representation looked like. And in return, they asked me like, hey, like, what do you want from us? And I spoke what I wanted. They spoke what they wanted. And you know what? They really aligned. It was just the right energy. They wanted to be on a team with me. I wanted to be on a team with them. And it just seemed like the perfect fit. And, you know, it just a gut feeling. Yes. It was right. Oh, that makes me so happy that that helped. Oh, God, that feels so good. Did you, was there any hesitancy to sign a contract or anything on your end? Did they have you sign a contract? So... 
I mean, there's always hesitancy, but there was no contract actually, yes, which very, I was surprised that's very by. very common, just so you know. That's not weird at all. Which I found that out. I asked some friends who lived in LA and who have signed some contracts, and they were like, actually, usually it's pretty uncommon to even have to. So I was really relieved about that. Yeah, I think that's something too that we talk about contracts a lot, but then we also don't talk about not having contracts. And oftentimes uh, signing with someone, especially especially I've noticed with management companies, it's more of a general chat a lot of times, as long as you're on the same page, especially with new talent. Sometimes they don't have you sign a contract. There's a chance you'll get one after you book something because they need to like lock in their cash. Um, but it is not weird at all to not sign a contract. So that's, that's good to know. Okay, that actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, they just basically sent me an email and said, hey, we want everyone to be happy. They want to be happy. I want to be happy. So they're like, no contract, and we'll figure it out. And if it ends up not working out, then we'll just part ways. And if it works out, then great. Awesome. Congratulations. That's huge. Thank you. Thank you. That's great. Okay, cool. And they were they were understanding that you weren't going to make them any moves right away. They actually encouraged me to stay in Atlanta, which, I mean, it is a great place to be right now for a film and tea. And so I'm just going to, like, do some auditions there, self-submit. They're submitting for me for things. And like you said, I am developmental, so I'm currently looking for some theatrical representation in the Atlanta area. And they're also going to be submitting things, me for things in L.A., but I know right now it's kind of hard to get on things in L.A. because of COVID that where you're not local hire. So it's just kind of feeling things out. And if I end up getting a lot of auditions in LA, then we're going to be like, okay, maybe we should, maybe we should move myself there. But if Atlanta's working out for me, then they're like, there's no reason for you not just to stay there and just make some money and get some experience under your belt first. Uh, these sound like very smart people. I think Atlanta, especially if you have a place to stay and family to be with, I think that's so awesome that you can start there and listen you don't have to you no longer have to start in these markets either too you've probably realized that like fully fleshed entire careers are happening in these markets that are not LA or New York and it's so possible now to just live where you want to live and still work as a working actor so congrats on taking the first steps and finding your market that's really exciting thank you I feel really blessed that they were supportive of me yeah yeah that's huge Ugh. Um, okay, cool. All right, so we kind of know where she is headed. Uh, who else wants to kind of talk? Zach, I'd love to talk about your uh, your next steps and you're taking some time to figure some things out because I, 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 love, I love that you're kind of taking your own time. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I also, in addition to heading back to <clears throat> Kansas City, I actually have a uh, guest artist contract up at uh, a college uh, not too far from Springfield, which is kind of cool. Um, so I'll kind of be up there working in the shop as well as performing in their main stage shows for next year. Um, and it's really nice because not only uh, can I pick up a job at like Starbucks or someplace in town, but that will also really give me the time to kind of flesh out where I want to go and what I want to do post-college, as well as send more information to different agencies, managers, uh, and representatives like that. Um, but yeah, no, I, I, <clears throat> I am someone who struggles with making big life decisions. Um, <laughs> I'm sure you can ask any of my uh, friends and professors. I, I took my sweet time with the uh, college decision-making process and I said, you know what, moving seems like a pretty 
you know, quote unquote, permanent thing right now. So I might need a little bit of time, especially, you know, just coming off being a student and packing a lot of classes and training into four years. It, it's it's a lot, and I kind of want to let it breathe for a minute. Um, and I am incredibly, incredibly grateful and blessed that uh, the uh, guest artist position came my way. And I, I think that'll be a nice time to kind of figure some stuff out and, and plan the next move. Um, but, but I think I mentioned earlier, I'm looking at Chicago right now as a possible next place. Uh, I am a musical theater major and uh, the stage is kind of my first love, although I do absolutely love film and television. I've really kind of discovered I had an unknown passion for that in college, which is which is really cool. But I, I do think for the time being, I'm going to focus a little more on theater and the stage. And I, I do think from what I've heard from friends who are up in Chicago, that they have a really nice blend of not only a lot of great live theater, but also film and television work, which I think is very exciting. And I, I love the cities that, that have a bit of both in it. Um, and I, I also had thought about potentially going to New York or L.A. right after graduation, but that, that did seem a little too daunting right off the bat. So I think a place like Chicago might be a kind of nice I guess, stepping stone, kind of building up to that larger market like a New York or an L.A. or a Atlanta or something like that. But, yeah, that's that's kind of why I've I've decided to take a little time to kind of figure everything out. Awesome. That's really exciting. Is there it? Do you feel like theater is more your ideal living scenario. Like if someone presented you a blank canvas, right? And they were like, you could do whatever you want and still make X amount of money. Is theater kind of where you think you would go? Ooh, that is a good question. I had not <laughs> thought about that in particular. <laughs> um, I, I think at least for the time being, I would have to say yes. I, I feel like theater is... You know, it's, it was my first love. It, it's what really kind of sparked my my passion for the arts and and all that comes with it. So so I think if if I had my druthers, I, I would probably stick with theater for a while and you know maybe do film at, at some point. But I I, I have a, a pretty burning passion for it right now. <laughs> That's awesome. It's really cool to know where you want to go too, right? Because you could make choices in alignment with that as you work your career. Absolutely. Yeah. That's awesome. Um, okay, cool. All right. Uh, who wants to go next? Sierra? What's uh, what's cooking over there in Next Steps? Yeah. So when I was a, um, I guess it would have been my second year of college, the summer of my second and my third year of college, um, I did an internship in Fort Worth at a company, it's a large-scale event planning company, and I also kind of fell in love with that, and I, I, I want to move to LA eventually because I just, it's a goal of mine to basically live there and just say that I did it, no matter what happens, but I also am really considering, um, as things start picking back up with the entertainment industry and events start happening and concerts start happening and things, is hopefully getting back in contact with that company. Um, Encore Live is the name of the company, um, and maybe getting a, being able to do some work with them. So I'll be able to be in the Dallas Fort Worth area and be able to do some work and kind of build a resume and you know build some stuff that I'm really proud about and do some things that I I really love. 
um, while also working a job or I guess a normal person's job or a day job um, and something that I'm also extremely passionate about and have experience in. Um, I, the, it's kind of a high shot right now, I know, just because of, of COVID and things. But um, Texas is opening back up and there are things that are opening back up and I'm, I'm hoping things are looking looking very positive. Um, in the immediacy, though, I am hanging out in Springfield for a little bit. Um, going to be working, uh, applying some, for some other jobs and stuff here in town, like entertainment jobs and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I have a couple of opportunities up in Kansas City that I'm still kind of juggling around. Um, they're not, I haven't completely counted them out. I haven't completely committed to them yet. Um, but that's kind of something that I'm just figuring out as I go as well. Cool. Okay, cool. So is, uh, do you think, are you attracted to the, and you don't, you don't have to have an answer to this either, but do you feel like you're attracted to the event space because it's in the entertainment world and that's exciting? Or is it more because the utilizing an entertainment degree in a performance landscape feels like a bit of a reach at this moment? Truthfully, I enjoy it. Um, I enjoy the events just because I, I'm a very organized person in my brain anyway. And it's something that I really enjoy doing. Like I actually really enjoy planning things. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm not a big like corporate event planner. That mm-hmm. doesn't sound very fun to me. And truthfully, weddings honestly don't sound all that fun to me. But um, the company that I worked with has a really, really, really large um, talent, as in like music. Most of most of it is music performing artists. Um, but they have a really big reach in the talent, and they put on a lot of concerts and things. And I would also not exclude promoting from like potentially looking at as well obviously Mm -hmm. i know that that's something that you don't just jump into but um you know if opportunities like that arise i also would not definitely i would definitely not turn my nose up at them either just because i would want to be um the performer as a whole anyway if that makes sense and if i answered your question (laughs) yeah totally so performing is like uh something that will go along the way you think i think so yeah I would like it to become my actual career, but I also understand that that's also not insanely feasible as a 21-year-old, so. I mean, I will counter that till the cows come home, but (laughs) if you want to get into that, we can totally, but if you don't feel like dissecting it today, I truly believe you can do that at any time, but it's kind of like where your priorities lie in terms of uh, what exactly you want to do in the performance space, like what your, what your more uh, on point goals are with that, I guess, like, would it be to, are you more into like singing and like Broadway type stuff? Or is it like film and television? Like if you got to pick kind of the same question I asked Zach, if you got to pick and you were making, let's pretend that actors made salaries. Let's pretend we all made a hundred thousand dollars a year and you know you got that payment for being a performer like what would your day-to-day look like oh i would definitely be doing film and television probably more film than television even at that um i have a very very i have an affinity for drama a lot Mm -hmm. but i really like film i love film acting awesome i will also suggest too since you're leaning in the texas market the Austin market is starting to pop as well. Uh, if that's 
the direction you're leading in. If you're going to go work in Texas, I know that every section of Texas is like an entirely new country. <laughs> um, <laughs> but uh, but if that's something that interests you as well in terms of performance and getting on camera, uh, I do know that's great. And also, um, Texas, Dallas specifically has a pretty good commercial market. So um, I would just keep your eyes peeled for that because I think that could be a great way to utilize your skills as you work your way up. Oh, for sure. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, okay, cool. Oh, this is so fun. Okay, Dung and Emma, do you guys kind of want to go coincidingly or together? I'm not sure what happens when you both unmute because this app is weird, but uh, I, I know you guys are both planning to move to Los Angeles around the same time. Yeah, Dung, do you want me to go or do you want to go? Sure. I mean, like, we can, yeah, you can probably go first and I can always interject. Okay, yeah. So for me personally, when I came into college, I really wasn't sure if I wanted to go more the theater route for stage work or TV and film. And I had that discussion with Kurt Heinlein, one of our professors, and he talked about how one of our alumni, Lauren Sweetster, sorry if I say her last name wrong. Ah, Sweetser. Um, She's a friend of mine, yeah. Yeah, she, yeah, she was super nice. Um, um, we had met through Riot Act, and he talked about how she went during the summers and did some internships. And uh, I was going to do that my junior year, but my sophomore year, I was able to go out and take classes at... Um, Lee Strasberg for three weeks um, doing on-camera classes. So I kind of stayed out there in L.A. for a month to see if I liked it because I knew I loved New York City, but I'm not a singer. And I am I love to dance, but I'm not, you know, I'm not a rock cut by any means. <laughs> so I got to dabble with um, on-camera classes, and I really loved it. And then I started working as a production assistant um, took some screenwriting classes, and now I all like I like love being on set in any realm in any way. I love like the production side, and of course acting. If I could do that every day, I would literally be the happiest person alive. I think we all feel that way. So I just fell in love with LA. I felt really grounded there, and the whole um, the whole movie making, TV making, sitcom, any realm just made me so excited. Um, so, yeah, that's how I fell in love with L.A., and I was like, I'm moving there right out, right away as soon as I can. Um, my brother's having a wedding, so I like to say that he's um, ruining my plans, but <laughs> we'll be there. Dung and I will be there in July, so we're really excited. You know, as soon as I graduated, I also stopped at a wedding on my way to Los Angeles, so maybe it's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that makes me feel better. <laughs> That's awesome. So when you so from your time in LA, uh, because New York has film too as well. But do you feel like LA caught your attention because the plethora of of onset experiences you had in the network you already started to film? Did you just like? I mean, the weather. Like, what is it? Oh, all the th- all the th- things you just said. <laughs> um, especially the weather. I the cold makes me really sad and unmotivated and I'm from Nebraska which is really similar to New York where it gets freezing and blizzards and I'm just I've done that for 22 years and I can't do it ever again I'm ready to be by the beach (laughs) come on down and then you'll have to let me know how many times based on where you move you go to the beach because I really haven't been in so long and it's kind of troubling (laughs) I I think based off what Dung and I are gonna do we're gonna be a about 45 minutes 
Oh. Oh, great. Okay, cool. Well, so you guys have already found a place. I mean, I can let Dung take it from here if you want. Go ahead, Dung. Okay. Yeah, I mean, we haven't really found a specific place, but we've narrowed down areas that we would love to live in, uh, specifically Burbank and Toluca Lake areas, um, just because I know that that is an area that is kind of more residential, like suburb type of areas. And, you know, it's, it's pretty close enough to where if things do happen to have in-person auditions we will be we will be near like you know the studios and and lots and stuff like that so it wouldn't be too far of a drive and you know things like that um but in terms of like me choosing LA I kind of have a I guess unique experience I've (laughs) I've always wanted to be specifically a camera actor i've always wanted to do film and television that was always my goal and i've always thought about using theater as my transitional period um so much so that i i you know kind of went into this uh bfa training kind of trying to emulate the techniques that have been taught and translating it to film and you know and stuff like that and so i've always wanted to be on film and television and i've always wanted to live in la so it was just a no-brainer for me i didn't specifically choose la i I guess my first priority was to move to a place where i would love to live that was always my first priority and it just so happened to be a place where my career can flourish so um that's kind of my journey and the areas all in one awesome awesome so uh since you guys have a pretty concrete move out date what steps have you taken to get yourself situated from afar oh can you oh, hear me? Yep, I was still just I was just talking because I forget I'm not podcasting and I'm alone. In my <laughs> room. Um, so what what steps since you guys have a pretty concrete move out date have you taken to get yourself situated in LA since you guys already kind of have a a, a set moving date? Yeah, we actually, um, and I talked to you, Sam, about this, but we um, actually took a trip out to L.A. maybe a couple weeks back um, just to drive around, you know, L.A. and really get to know the areas and really get to kind of pinpoint, oh, this is close to this. And, you know, this is really matching our criteria in terms of, like, just living, you know, Mm -hmm. and we've been just kind of researching um about the la lifestyle of a working actor and you know clubhouse is a great resource uh just to learn about you know what's going on in la and how we can kind of like (laughs) simmer our way in and and, uh, i don't know just really kind of doing research is how we kind of prepared really um emma do you want to chime in on that yeah Research, saving a lot of money, um, applying for as many jobs as possible, mm-hmm. and connecting with anyone and everyone we know out there. Um, even like some family, friends of friends, my parents have put me in contact with because I know very few people in the industry, but even just one person, I've gotten a lot of great advice from people, um, even if they don't direct directly work in um like acting or tv but maybe more the film side they've 
or um, music, not film, but they've given good perspective. And I think just connecting with anyone because everyone seems so willing to help and like is really supportive about the move and really welcoming um, to the city. So that's been exciting. Yeah, it is so, it has evolved to be very different than when I moved here 10 years ago. It felt like, it really did feel like a secret club and uh, you really couldn't find a lot of help or you could get half answers from a lot of people. It felt like if people garnered some success, especially in the acting career, a lot of them really kept it close to the vest and they didn't want to share it um, in whatever ways they could with others. So that's why I'm here. And um, I would love to talk to you guys a little bit about too now how... Uh, as as you made these choices and kind of thought about things, was there anything that that really excited you or is really scary to you? I'd love to talk about both of those extremes. Whoever wants to go first. I just want to say that I am extremely excited. Like, I guess it's it's the same thing for both, <laughs> but I'm extremely excited to be able to just be, to be out on my own and to be able to like seize all the opportunities that I want. And like, if that pertains to acting, then that's fantastic. That's what I want. But also like the opportunities that don't necessarily pertain to that, that make me happy in other ways. And it makes me so, so, so happy that I can now like commit to those things. Whereas like sometimes, you know, some of these opportunities happen when, when you're in school and things and I chose school and stuff like that and not that it weighed me down or anything but I'm just really excited to be able to just be free and not necessarily have connections or tie downs um and have to be somewhere for something um but at the same time that's also very very scary but (laughs) I'm I'm really ready for it I am yeah you no longer have the structure of school right and I think that's where uh, losing the structure of people tell you, okay, now you have to take acting one. Now you take acting two. Now you take acting three. There's a, when you leave a college program, you lose the structure that was given to you to guide your career, right? So now that you're stepping out, you guys are graduating on Friday. Uh, do you guys have any idea of what you want your own structure to look like now that you're going to be in charge of your own shit? (laughs) Um, (laughs) that's a great question. I like to tell myself that I'm going to be more organized and I will be, I will be more organized. I'm getting a planner that's going to have nothing school related in to have like that fresh start. And I already am looking at taking improv classes at UCB. I think they'll be online, but I just Mm want to get into a class after. I know that sounds crazy because I'm graduating. It doesn't sound crazy at all. It's not crazy Yeah, I just want to keep the education going and, you know, any way to better my craft. So I'm excited to start taking classes at, or I'll probably, you know, audit a class, but I was able to see a show at UCB when I was out in LA um, a couple of years ago and it was truly incredible. And I was so impressed. And I was like, if I can do what they just did, I will feel so proud of myself. So I'm eager to take classes there and to be more organized. 
I'm excited to branch out. Like, I kind of want to, yeah, of course, take, you know, classes for on-camera audition technique and, and stuff like that. But I'm also kind of playing with the idea of, like, you know, I don't know, taking some dance classes. I don't know, like a like a wine and paint night. Like, I just, I'm so excited to, like Sierra said, like the, having the autonomy to choose what to do with my free time and how I choose to do it, you know? And I think that that's exciting. And I'm really excited to explore who I am outside of the educational system, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Does anybody want to chime in on that before I ask my follow-up question? Yeah, I would love to. You know, kind of going off what Emma said, I am so excited to get into some class. Like, and I mean, we've been in class, like we did the college thing, we got our degrees, so we know what class is like, but you know, to like really explore, especially like one of the, I think you said in your uh, workshop, one of the caveats, like the good things about COVID is that classes are really online right now. So there are so many like unique perspectives and like different types of education happening all around the country. I mean, probably around the world. And we have access to that, like through zoom class. So we can hop on, I mean, a class in LA and then take class from somebody in New York and just learn from all these different people who have such interesting, like unique backgrounds and have so much different perspective and like things to say. And I'm just excited to like learn from new people and just like, I don't know, make connections with those people. Absolutely. Yeah. And and kind of piggybacking off of that, like Dung said, I'm very excited to see what I'll be like in a um, non-educational setting, because someone said it the other day during one of my classes that we've really been in school since like preschool. And that's just bananas to think about that this is kind of the end of that. So I'm very excited to see, you know, what else is out there and what post-college Zach will uh be like but then also like Eileen was saying it's it's just been incredible the number of opportunities that are kind of coming out of seemingly nowhere because of the pandemic you know like you know you're able to zoom with managers and agents and all sorts of people from any market um someone at one point a few months ago I forget who it was but we had a guest speaker Uh, come to MSU, and he said, for the first time in all of our lives, the playing field is truly level, and it's pretty level all across the board, because everybody's kind of starting over after the pandemic, you know, where we've all kind of gone through this big event together, and we're trying to piece our way through it, so I think not only is there kind of a a nice message of a a unification of humanity, but also it's really exciting because we are going to have opportunities that, you know, maybe we wouldn't have had two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. And I think the best example Eileen was giving is being able to audit different classes and stuff. I've sat in on a couple workshops happening up in New York, which is really exciting over Zoom, which I, you know, this time last year, I still don't think I knew what Zoom was. So it's wild to think where we've come in just a year. And I'm very excited to see what the industry looks like in a post-COVID world, because I I truly hope that things are changing for the better, because I know that, you know, there have been so many talks, especially with Broadway coming back. Yes, we're coming back, but we have to make sure that we don't go all the way back to the way things were. So I'm very excited to see what positive changes come out of this. Um, But but also, I, you know, I am someone who has always had a bit of 
apprehension, I'll say, about the unknown. So there's there's part of me that's like, oh, gosh, I just I kind of wish I had a magic ball sometimes just to at least see what the next, I don't know, month or so would look like. Um, but but I'm excited to figure it all out. I mean, if you get one of those, will you please send it my way? Because I would love to have one. Uh, you got it. Absolutely. <laughs> a couple of things I want to highlight here, too, is that you guys also spent a lot of your senior year acting on Zoom. So you garnered a lot of experience that some actors who are who are starting to come out of their year of rest uh, don't have yet. So put that in your pocket because your ability to act already in front of a computer screen um, is going to come in handy, at least for the foreseeable future. And it's so awesome you guys already have that. I also think it's really cool that you're already starting to consider the class potential because when I finished school, no one told me to go take classes. Uh, and I don't think I learned to really act on camera for a really long time. I thought I know how to be an actor, but I didn't know how to act on camera and specifically in the form of the first auditions I got in LA, which were all commercials. I had no idea what I was doing. <laughs> and so the fact that you guys are already motivated to start taking classes, I think is amazing. Emma, your idea of UCB is great because as amazing as I think it is that you you guys all have theater degrees, which is, like I said, not to be shrugged off, it's a huge deal. Um, having recognizable names on your resume is gonna be huge. And we talked about this a little bit in the workshop you guys took from me, but having names that people know and trust, it's, you know, it's akin to having uh, a credit on your resume that people recognize, right? Like there is, there is something trustworthy about that program that we know what kind of people it creates, we know what kind of education it gives. So having, no matter where you end up, like Zach, if you party it up in Kansas City, um, Alien, if you end up in Atlanta, you know, wherever, Sierra, if you're in Texas, like you can still get those right now, which I think is really cool. Um, do you guys have a plan for money? And I know that's a big question. Um, and you don't have to answer it if this subject makes you uncomfortable. But some people have parental support. Some people have spousal support. Some people have a job in their back pocket or a full-time job, or they're going to make a shit ton of money in a short period of time and then run to L.A., uh, what is your guys' thoughts on the finances of this? Because I don't think that this section of making career moves is talked about often enough. All right, I am going to hop in. First of all, I would like to say shout out to my mom who came to the, to the clubhouse. What's up, mom? <laughs> oh my God, hi, mom. But actually, I was lucky enough where my mom has been, my mom and my dad have been so supportive of me and following my career and like my dreams and they supported me while I was in college and were like hey get your degree get good grades and we'll help you out girlfriend and I was like okay and so this year it was throughout college it was a goal of mine to like work as many jobs as I could whether it was acting or just like you know jobs to make money and to save up to be able to move like if something had happened in showcase and I needed to move to a state immediately I had the money and I could do it and my parents definitely helped make that possible but this year especially I have been working 40 hours a week on top of working at school at Starbucks what's up Starbs and <laughs> it has been definitely a challenge but like I have been able to save and save and it has helped me so much and so now especially after taking your workshop you talked a lot about you know looking at your budget like 
people do not talk about a big part of being an actor. Like, you have to be able to commit to the money side, too. Keeping up those actor profiles. I mean, every single day, every single year, you have to, like, okay, I'm going to keep my membership to this place and this place. And just being able to stay on top of that is huge. And so my plan right now is, you know, I might be moving back home to live with my parents in Atlanta, which I'm so thankful I have the ability to do that. I'm so blessed. And I'm just going to work my butt off at Starbucks while taking as much class as possible and auditioning, you know? And I'm just going to do whatever it takes until I can maybe hone some more skills that I have to get a more sustainable job. And, you know, that's the plan right now. That is so awesome. I, I, props to you. 40 hours a week on top of college credits is insanely huge. And also what you just did was you set yourself up to handle the day-to-day life of a working actor, right? Like maybe you could work a shit ton of hours and get an audition and it's not going to throw you because you're used to doing more than one thing in your day with cohesive structure. So congrats. That's huge. Oh, I appreciate it. I mean, it's so true. Like last night, Emma, Emma came home from a date and we filmed a self tape that I got from my managers that day at 1230. Her and my boyfriend, we just filmed the self-tape right then and there you know and we were all tired but like it's what you got to do and we've definitely like our college and I think everyone here our work ethics have prepared us for that for sure I definitely want to touch on something that Eileen has said um you know I just going back to the the workshop that we've had like that like finance section Sam People have talked about finance and budgeting, but you actually put numbers to the specific categories. And that was kind of something that I hadn't seen before and was so grateful and appreciative that I had a certain number to kind of play around with. And you kind of broke it down to specifically, this is the average, Mm -hmm. you know? And so um, I think I've been using that to kind of really like budget out my, I guess, financial plan. Um, Like Aline, I've been working and I've, I've talked to you, Sam, about this. Like I've worked like I had two jobs um, for like uh, two years just trying to save up as much as I can to make the move to L.A. without, you know, trying to just destroy my body in the middle of it, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I've just been, you know, working and just kind of doing that working actor lifestyle of just working and then self-taping and then working and then acting. And then, you know, it's it's kind of a, a balance act really um but that kind of helped me to feel more comfortable about the move to LA um because of that specifically awesome I'm so glad that helped I mean we used pretty relative numbers right and it was you need to make a certain amount of money to live a day-to-day life in Los Angeles if I I and I I want to emphasize too if anyone's listening and they're like oh god I'm not ready to see that you're going to see it eventually. And it's not made to scare you. It's made to empower you to understand what you're signing up for, no matter the city you're in, right? Because this is, granted, LA is a certain percentage higher than other places, but New York is higher. And Atlanta isn't that far behind. And I think there's something really, like I said, empowering in knowing these are the numbers, but also uh, here's how I'm going to do it right? Like I can make a sustainable plan to do this. And while I'm working X amount of hours at Starbucks, I can start learning to, you know, uh, edit people's TikToks. And then I can also become a content creator. And that's another side business I can have, right? Like there's just so many avenues to take it. 
And, uh, you know, I think it's so much harder now than it was before to be the, the definition of a working actor being someone who only does acting, I think is just, uh, trash. (laughs) So (laughs) that's a personal opinion. I would like to throw that out the window. I think, uh, most people have multiple streams of income, whether they talk about them or not. And, uh, I, I want to encourage you guys to, while you're working your side jobs, just like we talked about in the workshop, right. To hone a skill and work to be successful in multiple ways. Awesome. Okay, cool. Does anybody else want to talk about that cash money situation? Nope. Going once, going twice. It sucks when I can't see your faces. Okay, we will move on. <laughs> um, so in terms of classes, I know um, I know Emma mentioned UCB. Do you guys feel as though you are, your, your college prepared yourself and not just, not anything about the college acting program, but do you feel like you're, you want to take on camera acting classes, audition classes, where are you leaning and why? Yes, yes, yes. I definitely I think it's because of the fact that our program kind of only really have uh, we only have two film classes and so we don't really have a lot of film training and so that is definitely something I want to kind of lean into specifically kind of commercial um classes because I think that that's going to be our first line of I guess work and so I kind of want to really get enthralled or i guess just like dive into that type of world um because i know that that is something important and um something i probably will be kind of facing more um often you know coming off the bat of you know getting or just graduating from a university you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. totally i want to say that i am really 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 interested in um and really enjoy and want to learn more in commercial classes, just like Dung said, but I'm really interested in voiceover classes as well. I really want to get into voiceover classes um, and just learn more about that because we've done a couple of workshops at Missouri State regarding voiceover classes, and I've been involved in a couple of things with voiceover um, work in them, but I really want to learn more about that and hear you know, what working professionals really have to say. Awesome. There's tons of that. And that's the best because you can do that basically fully online, right? Like that's, there's an unstoppable amount of those. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Similar to Dung, I would absolutely love to take more um, commercial classes because I know that that's, that's one of the big um, things that we learned in our on-camera classes at MSU is that commercials, you know, nine times out of 10, they might be paying your bills for a while. So I was like, I, I definitely got to get better at those and, and <laughs> take a few classes after that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I would also love to take more auditions classes because that is something, you know, I, I think that audition anxiety is there for everybody on probably every level. Um, and and I, I would love both theatrical and on-camera audition uh, coachings and, and just kind of, you know, really going in there. And and I, I forget who it is who said it. But, um, oh, no, it was um, a couple weeks ago. We, we had a great um, guest artist come in, a guy named 
Rob DeSina, who is a uh, the vice president of casting with CBS Studios, and he said one of the things that he's always taught students when he was a teacher is to reframe the idea of the audition as being a gift that you are giving to the panel, you know, the agents, the casting directors, the whoever's behind the table, reframe it as, oh my gosh, I have to impress them, I have to impress them too. No, I'm very proud of this. This is something I've worked hard on and this is a gift that I'm giving to you. And then, you know, obviously what they choose to do with the gift afterwards is up to them. Um, but but that that's something that I was like, whoa, this, this is really cool. So I, I'm gonna, I, I want to keep pursuing that ideology and, and that kind of um, frame of mind as I continue. But but definitely audition classes, both on camera and theatrical, are, are going to be the big ones I want to pursue. Awesome. I think that's so smart. Also, he said it, he killed it, right? That was, that is exactly how I would, I would stay the same. I think you're, you're the, you're the one who, who made the show, right? You know, where you're fitting a million dollar moment into a $5 uh, uh, minute. And, uh, and I think that's such a good thing to take along with you. Absolutely. That's so cool. Guys, I, I love this. I would love to wrap this up a little bit with talking about when I came to your class and I was like, hey, I'm going to teach a workshop about being a working actor. <laughs> what did you guys think we were going to do? And what were your impressions of the workshop itself? Um, I'll jump in. I was beyond excited. I think everyone knows that I'm literally obsessed with your podcast. When I drive home my 11 hour drive, I just listen to your podcast. And I was like, even if I've heard things that she said before, I'm so excited. But honestly, I learned so much, especially that that finance slide. Like I was I took photos. I was like, oh, my gosh, I have to show my parents so they're able to understand what I'm about to go through. And just every section, there was something new I learned. And you were just so open and honest. And I, like you said, like people like to hide things or keep to themselves, but you were just there as like a mentor to guide us and answer every question. And honestly, you hit every detail that I had concerns or worries about. And I 10 out of 10 suggest anyone to take the workshop in the future because it was super beneficial. Hopping off what Emma said, she is obsessed with you. She told me about you forever ago, and I listened to your podcast, and I was like, oh, the Sam girl's pretty cool. And then you came to class, and I was like, oh, it's literally Amanda Seyfried, but brunette, and she's beautiful and so intelligent. We all were so excited for you to come in, and just one of the things that, like, I wasn't expecting is for you just to be so relatable and so honest. And, like, I should have known your podcast, One Broke Actress. I saw your post the other day about how people are like, you should change that. That's negative. No, it's it's funny. Like, it's that's the point. And it's just you came in with such, like, really, it just was easy to relate to you. And you talked about how, like, you know, sometimes you're going to have to say no to fun things. This is This was one of the things I really walked away with. Like, sometimes you're going to have to work super early the next morning so that you can audition later in the day and sometimes your friends are going to be going out and you're going to have to say no but that's a part of the working actor life and you know there's a lot of things people don't talk about like that the finance slide like dunk said you laid out numbers i'm looking at my google drive sheet right now that i wrote down all these numbers and you just you listed out for us you listed out tips like places we need to go self-tape places just like you gave us all the information like you said like emma was saying you opened the doors where a lot of people like like to keep close 
expose and hide and it just was super useful and I would highly recommend it and also just you're super nice and anybody who would take it with you would also get to connect with you and I think that's an important connection to make so oh thank you so much this is so cool to hear um I'm not paying them to say this (laughs) (laughs) I just want to say that I actually I really love the workshop and, you know, it's, I kind of like, you know, me and Sam kind of like met up and talked about like what, uh, you know, some things are, you know, being talked about in, in, you know, my class and, you know, what are concerns that are, you know, being talked about and stuff like that. And so I couldn't just, I just loved the, the whole workshop, you know, and it was even more than I thought, you know, and I, again, like I have to go back to the finance slide, just like everyone else. Like it's, I just love specific details. And I, I, I know I keep talking about this, but I really love that you put numbers to a name and, you know, that just gave me a realistic number to play around and really kind of set goals for. And not only that, but like, Sam, you did a really great job of just giving us resources, just different resources for different things um, to give us to look at. And, you know, specifically in the, in the finance section, you know, we talked about taxes and stuff like that. You gave us like the actor's tax, you know, website and, and stuff like that. And, you know, that was just really helpful because I think sometimes that uh, we get confused of where to look, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I was just happy with um, some of the resources that you kind of gave us. And yeah, the whole thing was a gem. Thank you so much. I just, I feel like there are so many obstacles in this business already built in that if if you can have a few kicked aside for you from someone who already ran face first into them, I think it's just the service that I can provide. <laughs> Echoing what, what everybody has said, it, it was incredibly helpful to hear j- j- just kind of the, the, the honest truth about what to expect <clears throat> and just having someone there to help is, is incredibly nice. And, you know, on a, on a sentimental level, we love bears helping bears. That, mm-hmm. I, that just means so much. Um, but, you know, like, like Aline said, I'm, I'm looking over my notes these past couple of days. I, I've been using the stuff that you said about when you get interviews with agents and managers, like, you know, how, how she said, what do you look for in a client relationship? And that's, that's something I've used that I, honestly would not have thought about and I was like brilliant absolutely writing that down um stuff about networking and just you know the the red flags in general but kind of surrounding each each of the uh of the areas you talked about um I I won't lie the the numbers were a little daunting at first but then you know I kind of had some time to let it I guess kind of sink in and I was like well no this is this is exactly what I was expecting. I, I guess it was just kind of interesting to see it in, in black and white in front of us, but absolutely better now than, you know, two or three months from now living in LA, New York, Chicago, wherever, and seeing that bill. But yeah, it was just incredibly helpful. And I, I am just so grateful. I know that, you know, we, we said thank you in the moment, but it, it was just wonderful. And I cannot recommend enough that everybody take this class if you can because not only is it someone who has lived it and experience is absolutely the best teacher you can have and a teacher of from experience I think is incredibly invaluable but it's it's someone who wants to um give back to some to to the next generation and and help kind of 
I, I don't know if expose the secrets of, you know, Hollywood and making it as an actor is, is the right term, but you know, you're, you're just giving it to us and it's, it's just incredible. So thank you so much, Sam. So to jump in right behind Zach, I, obviously everyone is just glowing and I am, I agree so, 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 so much. Like again, the financial slide just, ugh. I, if you just slap that in front of everyone, every, every single person everywhere would just be like, wow, that's sad <laughs> but also very scary but also very real and I'm I'm just so glad that I was exposed to it and like yeah I was I had an idea and I think we all had an idea but we didn't have a specific detail to pinpoint the idea to and that's what I loved about the workshop is just I went in and I was like oh I can't wait to hear what she has to hear um she's from similar experiences as us just coming from the same college the same area her, her thought processes are going to be similar to ours. I was just like, oh, wow, I just can't wait. And I was just absolutely blown away by all of the things that that I had never even thought about that obviously I would be confronted with, but I was just like, oh, yeah, <laughs> that's right. I will have to do that. And I just, I can't thank you enough for just being honest and genuine and personable and just feeling like a real person that we can connect to and can, can talk with and can ask her, like questions and things because I feel like there are so many times when we get into workshops or we get into um, classes that we're just like okay yeah I, I, I'm following I'm following but there's just not a deep personal connection there and so it's still the information that is being given just still feels a little unreasonable mm-hmm. and it feels almost like it doesn't apply to you just because you don't have a personal connection with this person and you don't just, I, I, I don't know, I'm, go, I'm going off on a tangent a little bit, but I also wanted to say that when you give back this information and aren't being a gatekeeper like some people are, it makes me, and I, I feel like it would probably make others want to give back as well and like give to be open about my experiences and not be nervous about what is, happening to me and things and it makes me like feel more open and be like you know what no this is all part of my journey and I'm not going to be ashamed of it because you know I've experienced this before in a workshop like she's had issues and things like that I just feel like it opens up a whole different world of um giving and forgiveness of yourself but also of others and for others yes thank you for saying that I I thank you guys all I I think if we can all just live in like less of the highlight reel, uh, it makes sharing wins a lot more exciting um, and people a lot more approachable in this whole business. And I think I've, I've met so many cool people that I was like, I wish I would have met you first <laughs> before I met the person or the agent who three-way called me and told me to go get my eyebrows waxed, right? Like there's just, uh, there's just so many barriers to entry that we can take down by having these open and honest conversations. And uh, if anybody is listening, the uh, Working Actor Workshop is being taught. I'm teaching it every Saturday, almost every Saturday in June. Um, and it's on onebrokeactress.com slash workshops. And if you guys stuck around for this long, um, I just made a discount code for you guys because you're here and you listen to us talk for an hour. So uh, Clubhouse 10 is a 10% off discount um, just because anyone who is here obviously was really involved in this conversation. So Clubhouse 10 will be the discount you can use um, for this chat we've had. Um, 
You guys, thank you so, so much for being so open and honest about your next steps in your career. I'm really excited. Would you guys feel comfortable? Because this is the goal I have for this. If in six months, we maybe do this again and kind of see where you've all gone, how it's feeling, where you're at with things. Are you guys down with that? I would love that. Yes. Heck yeah. Okay, great. 100%. Okay, so this is your noted accountability that in six months, I'm going to reach out and I'm going to make you talk about your career and (laughs) what you've done and where you're at in your life and what your situation is. And we're going to check on on all these topics. I took notes. um, So I'm going to check back with you guys on all of your ideas of going to classes and all these things. But I just want to see where where you go and uh, with all these plans that you've made, um, what struggles come up along the way that maybe were not expected. And so I encourage you to keep that in mind. Maybe if you like, if you journal or take notes or something, keep that in mind because, and everybody who's listening, we're going to check back with all these actors in six months and see where they are at. So exciting. (laughs) I'm so excited for you guys. Congratulations on graduation. Uh, This is a major exciting time in your life. It gets so much better. You're just on the way up. It's really exciting. So thank you guys. You can always find me at One Broke Actress. Like I said, the workshop is onebrokeactress.com slash workshops. And uh, I I am super excited to share with as many people as possible. So I will uh, talk to you guys very soon. Thanks, Sam. Thanks, Sam. Bye. Thank Thank you guys. Thank you guys. Bye-bye. Bye, Bye, everybody. Hey guys, real quick before you go, I just wanted to touch base with you about the Working Actor Workshop. I have culminated about a year and a half worth of coachings at online schools and coaching private clients, talking to people on the podcasts, my own life experiences, along with many of the actors I know, and I have created the Working Actor Workshop to combine all of the struggles and questions and fears of the beginnings of our career and hopefully squash as many of them as possible. I want to answer all of the questions about finances and side jobs. How do you find your branding? When do you look for reps? How do you even get your foot in the door? Should you be networking? What even is networking? I want to help you guys all navigate this landscape. These workshops are going on almost every Saturday in June, and they're almost half sold out at this point. So I highly recommend you guys check them out. OneBrokeActress.com slash workshops is where all the information lives. You can always email me, OneBrokeActress at gmail.com, if you're not sure if this workshop is right for you. I don't think it's for everyone. I think it's for a certain time in your career, and I am super happy to guide you in as much of a way as I possibly can. Also, if you know someone that this is right for, maybe it's not right for you, but your sister is graduating college with a theater degree or your cousin is getting excited to move to Los Angeles, I want to meet them. Please send them my way. Thank you guys so much for listening and you know I will talk to you very soon. Bye.